We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. Ain't no waiting. We got we got videos to record. That's the last one. What's your hurry? It's <laughs> Was Christy like, idea. hurry up, get upstairs? No, she's sitting there reading her book. Okay, then. You got, you're not getting laid, so... Simmer and I'm down. sitting here, and I'm sitting here with my safety poipuses. It's like, hey, we don't have good beer. Let's come up with a very creative name so it'll sell. Dude, Toppling. <laughs> Toppling has become one of my favorite brewers. I'm not even sponsored by them, and I'm saying this. I'm telling you, the the King Sue, King Sue, if you see that in the refrigerator section of your store, wherever you are, purchase it you will thank me later king sue is top notch baby you, you know i don't like beer right i don't care you should buy it anyways it's a dinosaur who doesn't like dinosaurs dude when when dr grant <laughs> takes off his glasses in shock at the brachiosaurus is like the most useful gif in the world. Pick, give me any scenario, I can send you that gif and it works. Like, you can't believe a sale at the store. Your dog just yeah. died. Like, like anything, I will send you that gif and it'll work. <laughs> uh, that kind of works. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just dropped my ice cream on the ground. <laughs> Dude, I just finished reading Dark Tower Book Seven. Boom. I wish I had my glasses. Oh my gosh! Somewhere in context. Um, oh my gosh! Snow White just went on sale on Disney. Uh, no, we wouldn't send it for that though. Dude, I would send it for anything. <laughs> All right, so I think it's worth pointing out for you that have been following our Instagram. I did, you know, do a little sneaky peeky that we got the Je the Oxford Book of Japanese short stories on top of the Penguin Book of Japanese short stories. You will see us kind of flirt back and forth between this as well as the Penguin one. But I will tell you, I've been very mad at Penguin. I'm gonna make Penguin sleep on the couch tonight and and, and go to bed with Oxford tonight. If you know what I mean, because Penguin had uh, a couple short stories on us that uh, were actually excerpts from a novel. I can't stand when short story collections do that. Hey, how you doing, Oxford? Codex Cantina over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, our friend, our friend Jack put out a, a good point too that short stories get kind of the shaft enough that I think it's worth that in a short story collection, you don't need to shove a part of a novel because I think I think people who are buying short story collections are looking for that that exposure, right? And you don't need to cheat them with some more novel information, I guess. Agreed. What are we doing today? What are we doing tonight? What's going on? What's happening? Oh, I don't know. Which one are we recording right now? Is this the June wrap-up? I guess, yes. hey, sh should we do the June wrap-up? <laughs> Dun, All right, dun, pick it up, pick it up. 
take off your glasses, Dr. Grant. <laughs> All right. June wrap-up. What are you going to do for pick of the month for June, sir? Oh, Codex Cantina. June wrap-up. Pick of the month. This one is easy. I have it right here in front of me. Are you ready for this? This is a hard one. Boom. I thought you got it. I thought you got it in paperback. Oh, well, okay, yeah. I said right in front of me. Wait, when you pulled it out, can I do it? Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, Flannery O'Connor's okay. Wise Blood. Pick of the month, hands down. No contest. There was no contest. Yours? Same? You gonna make it a contest? I'm researching. I'm looking at my options here because, okay, we have to have finished reading it by now, right? Did you did you finish Sanchiro yet? Did you finish Sanchiro already? No, I read Green Lantern today. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible friend. Okay. No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't, finish, I didn't it. finish it either. So that so that's out. But that is that is a contender. I'm telling you, that thing was hot. I'm gonna go with Wise Blood as well. Double double okay. Wise Blood. Woo woo. Wise Blood squared. I need glasses. We should wear glasses and not contacts tonight. Oh, we really needed to. Had had I known that we were gonna rock this meme this many times. All right, for our rating system, believe it or not, we've got five levels. We got collect it top of the line, which means go out and purchase this. What, are you going to turbo gotta, me? You I'm need to Vanna White me. I'm, I'm, I was going to, but you like jumped in there. Like, what are you doing? Come on, Pat Jack. Give me a second. Are you switching into like a, a dress? Like, what are, you, what are you doing that you need me to slow down to for? If I wore a dress, I would have heels on and I would rock it because I have beautiful calves. Let's do this. <laughs> you don't know Talk. how many ca- calf ups that I do. All right. So first up, we have... Collect it. Collect. The idea is go out, spend some money. Go out of your way to get this. This story is something that you need to get in your brain. Second, buy it. This is the paperback, the hardback, the Kindle, whatever you do to spend full price for a book. This is definitely something that you want to get in your brain. Backlog it. This is something that maybe you wait till there's a sale. Maybe you get it used at a library sale or such. Or maybe you just pick it up from the library for free if you see it. Not something that you necessarily need to go out of your way, but you should check it out at some point in time. Skip it. The idea is mm, we may have found some problems with this one, Scotty. You may want to beam back down to the starship to figure out uh, whether it's for you. And last but not least is trash it. This is the one that you're going to give to the library sale. This is, definitely, <laughs> this is something. There's a book out there for everyone. This one's probably not for you. Now let's move into our themes for this month. Let's do the three well, oh, downgraded wah, wah, to two wah, Japanese. Wah. Yeah, here for Japanese. Well, we turned it June. into a book, so yeah, it's, I think that's an upgrade, right? So yeah. we did. We we claimed we were doing three Japanese short story, and this like Michael Nip. This channel is full of lies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so burn. we only did we only did two short stories because one of them got upgraded to the full novel because it was a novel excerpt. Penguin, you did me dirty, but it worked because I'm reading the novel and I, mm, it's hot. Yeah, we oh. got you short story book. <sighs> Take that. That that novel does dirty things to me. Let's talk about that next month though. Yeah. Right now, let's talk about the two short stories that we did finish for this month, and that is Yam Gruel by our name by our boy Rudosuke Akutagawa. You said you said collected. I said collected. Wow, he, this guy does. No, I, does he have anything bad? Seriously, like I'm asking you and everybody, please leave comments below because if he has a bad one, I want to read it. Because like, he, he, like this story, you 
have the journey that is more important than the destination. And I want a terrible road trip. I want a flat tire and I want <laughs> get lost. I want a terrible Agutagawa story. Please find me one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You said well, collectible we'll as well. You had to. We'll see if we'll see if we can find one. Yeah. No, collectible is very pleasurable to read. Um, I don't I don't think the payoff was as worth it as some of his other stories, but it was definitely that was pleasurable to read. What more can you ask for? Right. Like that that man is is magical. Now, speaking of magic, we have The Human Chair by Edogawa Rampo, our first entry from this author. Holy crap. Easy collect. If you didn't say collect it, I don't know who you are anymore. Collect. I, again, these are one of those that I feel like I know we have a, a large rating system of five. I kind of want to have a sixth one that is a signed first edition that is above collect it because... Whoa! You, ha- I don't want to say anything more. You have to read this one for yourself. It is so fun to read, so fun. Now we don't hmm. want to be known as collected strumpets out there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find some stories that aren't aren't that. Up next, we have the storm by Kate Chopin with love, passion, and infidelity of two people. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. You said backlog it. I said backlog it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna use my, I'm this is my mulligan. I get to say it one wrap up. There are better stories out there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say it again. I promise. I won't say it again. Uh, uh, this is definitely you, not Kate Chopin's strongest work. Yeah, you're probably gonna say backlog. You were really kind of poo poo on this one. I would almost say you might say skip it. Yeah, I think skip it. I think yeah. it. Um, I, yeah. I'm not against the concept of this being more relevant against the time that it was written in, but in today's era, I, I felt like pulling stuff out of it was kind of like, well, I, I don't think I would use this in in, in an assignment. I don't, I don't think that's appropriate. Now, up next, let's run along to Raymond <laughs> with Raymond's uh. run by Tony Cade Bambara, featuring a very strong young character of representation. A young girl that's easy to associate with and a lovely hero as opposed to the, as you put it, uh, the country bumpkin. We get, an, we get a very nice, strong uh, girl from the, the projects, if you will. You said buy it. Buy it. This is a great story. I think this is one that can be used in a classroom. I think a lot of young individuals uh, can relate to this. I think there are a lot of very cool characters here that middle schoolers, high schoolers are really going to be able to relate to and then have some good class discussion. Loved this story. You said buy it also. I think buy it's the right writing from uh, the right rating for me. And I agree when you're when talking to teachers of those ages, I think this is something you should consider. Up next, we have Everyday Use by Alice Walker, which is, you don't have to introduce that to to lit teachers. We know what that is, right? So (laughs) you said you had a really fun interpretation with that one. I'm going to guess you had more fun with it as a result. Collect it. I don't know if I would go that high. It's definitely a buy it. I definitely think it's one that it's worth reading and discussing about. But if you don't have a discussion, I don't know if I can go as high as collect it. You and I are fortunate enough to have this relationship, but a lot of people that might be, you know, somebody that just reads on their own, 
contemplates and then moves on to the next thing. I don't know if they would get as much out as we did. I think you'd be surprised. I, this okay. actually is probably, uh, we even had one person comment on how this was their favorite short story of all time when they watched that video. So fair. I, I think, okay. I think this is one that probably resonates more with, with certain people than others. But uh, I, I would say for me recommending it, no, I, I'm going to recommend it as a collected. I think, I, I think this is definitely one to get under your belt. And I think you should have that conversation because this is easier to recommend when talking about the past, but has similar concepts than some of the larger novels that we've had that talk about the past isn't past. It's not even dead. Right. Um, I think this is an even easier way to access that theme of what does the past mean to you? I could see that. I could see that. I guess, again, I, there's so many nuances to rating subjectively yeah. what we feel and how we recommend, like, is this a buy it plus like buy it in hardback? Uh, it's a great story. You can't go wrong with it. We're giving it very high praise. Let's just say that. Right. And up next, one of the most befuddling stories we've ever had on this channel. This story, man. We oh. have... I just wrote Forking Path. Why did I just write Forking Path? Probably because I got so frustrated with trying to remember the dang, the dang full name of the story. <laughs> <laughs> the Garden of Forking Paths by Jorge Luis Borges. Wow, this was crazy. I think we were more blown away because of just what it did to us. Like, it shoved a whole novel in a short story. How do you do that? Right? It uh, broke my you brain. Got, you you got to go with Collect It just based on that experience, right? Yeah, this one I feel like just had so many levels and layers and when when you can take me to the matrix level contemplating life and existence and stories within stories i i yeah there there's no there there's no topping that for me cuz that mm -hmm. really gets to the core of what does it mean what is it up next we have cat in the rain by ernest hemingway purportedly a very popular story for him i think it got a little little bit of a flat nail in the tire for us you said backlog it i definitely said skip it oh skip it okay yeah i you, you know i struggle with hemingway regardless i would read a different hemingway i've enjoyed some of the other hemingways more so that's why i rank it so low well, it's one of those things, too. It's like, do you go for the home run? Because this is a home run for some people, right? Agreed. But, yeah. But for others, like us, it, it didn't hit home with us, right? So so is that one that you say you need to collect? No, I, I don't think that's the one that you start with for Hemingway, because I agree there are other Hemingway stories that resonated better and probably more consistently with more people overall. I'm going to go with Backlog It. Yeah, with that one, I guess I'm a dog person. <laughs> and last but not least at all, happy Bloomsday 2021, a day in happy which Bloomsday. many many Joyce fans celebrate James Joyce himself. We have Clay, which is actually not one of my favorite stories <laughs> in this collection, but this collection is top notch and this is still an amazing story. And that's Clay by James Joyce. Uh, you... Dun, 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 dun. You went with, <laughs> you went with uh, buy it for this one. I I want to say buy it. 
And it's okay. right in the middle of Dubliners. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't backlog it because you gotta get to the dead. <laughs> Which is amazing. Go watch our video yeah. on that. Go read that. Uh you can backlog it. You buy it. Yeah. No, no. I, we we're reading them out of order. You can read them out of order. I, I think that you can backlog clay, and I think that you should read I, I think you should read Sisters and The Dead first. That's all. Ba- backlog it. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my guns. Backlog it. Okay. I'm going to go with Buy It, which is officially my weakest and only non-collected James Joyce short story from Dubliners rating. Now, with that said, it was still very enjoyable. I, I yes. It's just yes. fun to read James Joyce. Now, I know some people, they're like, oh, I hate that I have to look up and use secondary source, but you don't have to. But to unlock some of the fun and context that that James Joyce plays with, it's fun to do that to me. So you got to be in the mood for it. Don't get me wrong. But that We're really nerds, unlocks. A, yeah, it, it unlocks a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy Dubliners top top short story collection of all time. Right there. You you're you're like the person that likes to look at the strategy guides for video games. You're like the person that likes to watch the movie trailers and watch the top 10 hidden things on YouTube. You're the person that likes to read the car manual for your car. Everybody has their thing of extra stuff they like to add on to what they're passionate about. We like researching about James Joyce and the Dubliners because we're passionate about literature. Bro, tell me right now. Tell me. Yes. Did you ever have a nintendo power subscription i have literally every single nintendo power (laughs) i love just bringing that in the car even in games that i knew i'd never own like games were like 50 bucks for nintendo and super nintendo back in the day you didn't have 50 but but my, my parents didn't have that money. I remember I got I got video games twice a year. My birthday, Christmas, boom. Yep. I got one at each one. And I remember like it was like a gamble sometimes. Like, like am I gonna enjoy this game? Like it was oh, yeah. it was a it was a lot of investment for my parents, but they knew I loved it. Nintendo Power, twelve bucks a year. Right. If you get the subscription, a dollar a magazine, I think it was, twelve ninety five a year. And it got you I think vicariously to enjoy some of the games. You remember they'd have like full page spreads of how oh, yeah. the level would I unfold. ripped out the posters. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. I, mm, I love that. So that's okay. So officially words describing James Joyce as the Nintendo power of literature. <laughs> yeah. Fun story real quick. Side note. Uh, I always think about this when I think of Nintendo power. So you probably can't see it. Um, I'll go real close to the camera, but I have this, uh, this scar on my wedding finger, my ring finger on my left hand. And mm. I, my buddy said, hey, my mom said my Nintendo, we were in school, I was in seventh grade. My buddy said, hey, um, I talked to my sister who talked to my mom, my Nintendo Power came in and I knew I had the subscription as well. I was so excited that I was running out the door at school and they had really big heavy doors and he slammed the door and when he went back, he always did it as a joke as like a kid, boys did this anyway, like you would run out the door first and then you would try to slam the door on your buddy. I don't know if you ever did that, but he did no, that. And when that's I did, mean. well, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> teenage boys are mean. 
So what I did was I went and I put my hand forward real quick to try to stop the door so I could get out with him because we were both running to my house to get to the Nintendo Power. And uh, my hand got caught in the door and it was one of those big, heavy security doors and it ripped off all of the like meat on my ring finger here. Ooh. And when I got home, I still wanted the Nintendo Power so bad and I didn't tell my mom. I got duct tape and I put a piece of like gauze on it and I duct taped my finger and I left it that way for a couple of days and it, like it refused back together. And so I have this weird scar on my uh, my ring finger because of Nintendo Power. That's how obsessed Dude. I would loved it so much. Dude, seriously, do you do you remember how Nintendo Power not only would you get the Nintendo Power? It would come saran wrapped as if it were a oh, Playboy yeah. magazine. Like you can't sneak into our Nintendo Power. Oh, unless you, you remember the the Super Mario Brothers one when the Super Nintendo came out has the silver cover, and that one was oh, in a special yeah. cover. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was Christmas. Oh. I thought it was Christmas. Yeah. I'll find my. I have them in the closet behind me here. Um, yeah, I used to have them on my bookshelf, but I literally have every single Nintendo Power. I missed a few here or there, and then I cut my subscriptions short um, when I got a little bit older. But I went back and found them on eBay, and I bought them all. I literally have like one through whatever. I have them all. Wow. See, yeah. I always knew you were good peoples. That's that's how I knew you were good peoples. I'm good country people, man. <laughs> yeah, you are good country peoples. Now, speaking of good country peoples, let's move into Wise Blood, which was our Select of the Month. Yeah. Uh, See what I did collect there? It, mo- collect, collect it and move on, right? Yeah, that is the pick of the pick of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch yeah. our video. You'll, this you'll, is... You'll hear her name. You'll, you'll see that it's only 97 pages to read this novel. Go grab it. Put it in your brains. It might be a weird experience, but I'm telling you, there's so much meat on the bones with Flannery. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely fantastic. You've asked me several times, and maybe this is just me in the moment, but I think I could easily make an argument that Flannery is my favorite author of all time. Every time I read something of hers new, I get excited again I feel like it's Christmas every time you say, hey, we're reading this by Flannery. And I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I get excited. And uh, that hasn't stopped yet. I get giddy. She probably is my favorite author. We were both raised heavily Catholic, too. So it's very easy to associate with that worldview and understand what she's trying to say. Might be weird for others, but for people like us. It's it's this that's the language I, I spoke growing up, you know, like, yeah, I, she, I know she's talking she's to my saying. soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, coming up next, we have another writer along those veins, and that is John Steinbeck. Johnny Beck, we haven't finished this one, so wait until next month. But 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 if you'd like to read this along with us, hit us up in the discord link down below. We are just starting this. And boy, have I been told that this one's going to be a doozy. Johnny Beck doesn't write anything bad. The worst thing I've read by him was The Pearl. And that was still pretty good. I enjoyed it. But it still it had its moments. <laughs> but I'm told this is his magnum. Look at that beast. I'm told this is his magnum opus. So let's let's uh, keep going with this one and we'll be able to rate it next month. 600 pages, baby. Woo! And last, maybe least, <laughs> it's Thrawn. Greater Good by Timothy Zahn. I'm going to say... Least. I see what you did I, there. I, I know it's 
the the prequel trilogy. I, I get it. And it's always weird when you say skip it. Like we said skip it to Song of Susanna, which is kind of weird to represent to say book six in a seven book series is a skip it. Who thought up this rating system? Like, what an idiot, right? (laughs) Wait a minute. Didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Thrawn. Thrawn, greater good. Just looking at it, okay, with our blinders on, you're going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to be aggressive on this one. You did the amazing, the amazing audio performance of Mark Thompson. I'm going to say, no, no fault of his own. But all because of Timothy Zahn, you said, skip it. I said, skip it. Yeah. Oh, it. Oh, got it. Yeah. Ah, this was not greater good. Mm-mm. I don't want to give, I don't even know if we're going to make a video about it because of how down I am on this book. And I feel like without spoilers, it's just not enough Thrawn. It's all side characters. It's like if you were watching a TV show and it's episodes 8, 13, and 17 that are just filler to get you to the main stuff. And I feel like the next book is the main stuff and that's what this book is doing. So I was I was very heartbroken. There's not enough Thrawn. There's not enough Thrawn inner monologue. I don't know. I, I don't want to go on a Thrawn rant, but well, <sighs> it the, broke my the heart. Next one, the next one's called lesser evil right this one's called greater good next one's thrawn lesser evil and it comes out like what november late 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 this year right so yeah, October, i thought this november. was yeah i thought these were going to be like really heavily linked i don't know we'll, we'll see how it goes but uh this was i'm actually probably a little bit more positive on it i, I would give this probably the backlog at rating personally because okay I mean, if you're getting into sci-fi you're, you're getting into timothy's on you're probably going to get it anyways right like like if, if you're into thrawn um, but I mean like alternate title for this Thrawn Brooch Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, but people that have read or listened to it will get that I, reference. <laughs> I could not have cared less about what Timothy Zahn decided to write about. Uh, it, it wasn't painful though. It wasn't painful, but it was definitely not the, the fun I, I was hoping it would be. But what, obviously. No, what you would make it fun is what, what was the name of the aliens? Loguba? What was the the ag buoy? Ag buoy, man! If we drank every time they say ag buoy, ag buoy, ag buoy, ag buoy, ag buoy, dude! If oh. I did a Google, if I did a Kindle search for how many times they said ag buoy, I bet a book, thousand. It would be like bum 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 bum. You could put the number up on the screen and then have Dr. Grant pop up out of the Jeep and pull his glasses off and go, holy crap, it's over 9,000. It's over 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to do a Thrawn rant because I feel like I've been very poo-poo on the Thrawn books. I just, I wanted more Thrawn and it wasn't enough Thrawn. It's not a bad book. It just wasn't what I expected. All right, we got two more to follow up with. One, we both did one just for me. In terms of comic and manga, we did the comic Blackest Night by Jeff Johns. Did you finish it? Uh, I have not. I was supposed to finish it today. Okay, sweet. Sweet. Yeah. I didn't finish it either. So we can kick that off till, till next month. Now, the one that I did do was Sun, Moon, Star by Kurt Vonnegut. I'd go get it, but my son's sleeping. And uh, I would say this is... Oh, you got a guess for me? It's it's uh, um, Kurt Vonnegut's only children's book. I would say collect it, because I'm sure you bought it to read with your son. I did. It's a skip it because it is oh. absolute. 
Yeah, it's it's really weird. <laughs> I feel like you just punched me in the the. Oh, I just feel like you punched me. Well, okay, so here's why though. Here's why. Okay. So so the story is about the birth of Jesus, but it's coming from such a heavy uh, atheist, right? Like Kurt Vonnegut, right? But the the problem with that book is is almost maybe even just a little pejorative at times, mm. like. I want my son to make up his own mind. Like, I don't want to force religion upon him, but I do want to educate him on different religions, right? Like, I want to, you know, when he talks about, like, things, like, I'll be like, well, this is what Christians believe, but there are other people who believe in, you know, like, like that don't believe in monotheism, right? Like, I, I want to expose my son to a lot of different things just to get him to think, right? He's six. He can't make up his mind. But um, <laughs> maybe one of those things that I could expose him to him is criticism, but this just felt maybe just a little bit too pejorative, I guess, in a sense mm -hmm. of, of how it okay. mocked, I guess, Christianity in a sense. I did not appreciate, he's very funny. The way he did it this way was not funny to me, at least. In the venue of reading it to a six-year-old. Yeah, because the jokes okay. he wouldn't understand, right? Like like, the, like some of the things that he said, like my son doesn't get, but he liked listen to, listening to it. Um, to, so yeah, I, I don't know. It just wasn't, I, I don't think, clearly not the place to start with Kurt Vonnegut, just saying. <laughs> Okay. What if we read it analytically and did it for the channel? Would that, you don't have to give it a new rating, but would that have changed your rating? Mm, that's a good question. Because, you know, that is something I read for pleasure, obviously, with my son. Like, we just, we love, we love laughing, having a good time when we're reading. Like, my son and I, like, we, reading is very fun, both for me, analytically for this channel, and just when I do it for, like, an inspectional read. Would I enjoy doing that one? Um, and look, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Opening chapter. Okay. Op opening section of this book. It talks about how the creator was born as a human being. He's never had the need for eyeballs before. So he's blinded by this light and is confused by what he sees because he's never had to use these physical constructs in the world because before he was just omnipotent. How does that sound as an opening to you? Uh, for a six year old. Like, Dad, what, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just a little too strange, I think, for young kids to read, in my opinion. Okay. What if we were in a college class doing analytical children's books? Like, we were breaking down and doing a comparative analytical uh, uh, class for children's novels. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you enjoy conversational approaches uh, and you like the stories that we read here guys hit that subscribe button to join us we post videos every monday and thursday with a bonus video on tuesdays guys i've appreciated you i've appreciated your time here today dun, 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 dun. <laughs> hit that subscribe button to join us una out peace dun, 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 dun.